It's a never-ending battle of making your cars better and also trying to be better yourself. Dale Earnhardt. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. As I'm your host, Jamie Ward, I, you probably heard me say, I'm your, I'm your host. I, anyway, don't go back and listen to that. Already messed up. I have this funny thing. If I mess up during the quote at the beginning, I will re-record that as many times as it takes to get it to be correct. But I will not go back and correct anything in the body of the podcast if I make a mistake, because I am just that lazy. Welcome back to our 100th episode. This is very exciting. This is part three of our 100-parter special, 100-parter episode. And I had an amazing realization. Next week... Wait, I forgot to tell you guys where you were. You're at the Silver Linings Playcast, the only podcast, as I know, that's solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Sorry to everybody that's listened. This is the actual first week that I decided to actually trust the audio levels that Audacity is showing so that I am not screaming and blasting out your headphones, your earbuds, your car stereo, or whatever sad place one would choose to waste their time listening to this podcast, which I'm not mocking you, thank you so much. I appreciate it more than you can imagine. I've always had this insecurity. I think a lot of of us uh, amateur people that have no idea about like audio and stuff. We are always just like, we need the volumes, max, 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 because I don't trust myself if I can't hear myself. Well, this week, oh, wait, let's go back to my observation. This is number three, part three of our special 100-parter, 100th episode, special episode, and I was realizing that in two weeks, we're going to have a super special episode. How do you have more than a special episode? It will be part five in two weeks of our special 100-parter 100th episode, but will also be the two-year anniversary of the podcast. How do you celebrate two milestones in the same podcast? I don't know. Maybe we'll go live. Maybe we'll do a video. Let's not even worry about that right now because that means we still have to have the world exist for two more weeks. And at the rate it's going, (laughs) that might not happen. We've got something that we're going to do that is very fun today, I think. We we have, in the past, definitely done my commentary while watching the movie Silver Linings Playbook. I know we did at least the first hour. I don't think I commit to doing the full rest of the movie because that would have taken too much commitment. Oddly, I couldn't watch the full movie while I was taking the time to do this podcast far more regularly than I sit and watch my favorite movie. Anyway, moving on. I was reading a recent article from Screen Rant. It was a 2001 in February article written by Mr. Mike Reestetter. I hope I said his name correctly. If I didn't, uh, you can sue me. Wait, don't do that because because people are suing people in the news lately. I don't I don't have an LLC formed for this podcast, so you could actually come from my personal property and stuff. So please please don't. I'm sorry. Uh, I Mike. Ristet that or I'm I butchered that name again. Please, this is not de- defamation. Um, he wrote an article, and it's a wonderful article. It's a wonderful article on the ten movies to watch if you love Silver Linings Playbook. And so I thought it would be fun. First, we are going to go over the list, and then I am going to start watching those movies while I'm watching Silver Linings Playbook, and we're going to do a real time comparison on them. Uh, Oh, also, we had we had a call in this week, a Mr. Um, I'm not gonna say your name unless you wait. I've mentioned you on the podcast so many times, Mr. Uh, Nick Cassano, who's good friend, uh, longtime participant, one of the only participants of the podcast. Uh, as far as well, I don't know if I check the emails more regularly, I might have more regular contributors. But he called in and left an audio message, and while I'm pleased to be able to talk about that on the podcast, I probably should be rude because he actually just called me and I wasn't around to answer the phone. So I'm basing this info on a, on a message that I got on my phone and then attributing it to the podcast. Why? Because it is about podcast stuff. Um, 
Nick was talking about how uh, if you're going sort of the uh, father of the bride method, uh, you know, theory of movie sequels, that the natural order of progression for a Silver Linings Playbook sequel would be, yeah, they have they have kids, and you have that sort of second generation plot line. So his recommendations, at least for titles for a Silver Linings Playbook sequel, is uh, Silver Linings Playcare, which I think is hilarious. I love that. There's another one too, but I don't have it in my notes here right now. It was it was something like that. But Silver Linings Playcare is one of I love it. I love it. Maybe we need to write that. I actually hope it's all it's cast all babies too, like baby geniuses or baby bosses or look who's talking. Ooh, ooh, a look a look who's talking esque uh, Silver Linings Playbook sequel. Anyway, let's go down to the list of ten movies that you will probably like based on a screenwriting article if you enjoyed the movie Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, number ten, Uncut Gems. Number nine, Birdman. Number eight, Serena. Number seven, Big Fan. Number six, Surviving Christmas. Number five, Garden State. Number four, Save the Last Dance. Number three, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Number two, Step Brothers. And the number one film you are likely to want to watch if you love Silver Linings Playbook, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Now, I think we should talk about the, this list before we get into what we were going to today, just because I'm probably going to forget in 10 weeks when we get done with this series. Um, but I think so. If you're not familiar, Uncut Gems, a fantastic movie. And I have the, this uh, comparison that I would like to make because Mr. Nick Cassano. I don't know why I'm adding a Mr. to your name so hard tonight. But uh, Nick Cassano, my buddy, told me because I saw Uncut Gems and I liked it. And I was like, that was, I was surprised I liked it. Um, not, not surprised I liked it because it actually, it was a great movie. It got a lot of acclaim. It was a well loved movie. I think just before the reviews really came out before the award season, and there was some nominations for that film, it was definitely one of those movies where the trailer didn't necessarily make it look like it was going to be uh, sort of like an awards contender movie. I don't think I, I got an indication from the trailer that there was going to be so much narrative, so much drama. Uh, it just looked like an action flick. But that, you know, so number nine, Birdman. I have not seen Birdman, actually. I started it, and um, I'm not saying this is bad. I actually, I really want to see all of Birdman. Uh, it was one that I just, I wanted to be able to get my full focus, and the time I tried to watch it, I was not available to watch the whole thing. I think I was tired, and it was an end-of-the-day film. Um, but but I've heard that was a great movie. That did very well. It won uh, Best screenplay at the Golden Globes, I believe. Um, people love that movie. Uh, Michael Keaton is a fantastic actor. And yeah, uh, Serena, I don't remember anything about this movie. Bradley Cooper is in the poster for it. So I maybe that w it's a period piece. So I'm actually, I'm interested to know anything about the movie Serena because I can't, I can't comment on whether I feel like it would be a Silver Linings Playbook-esque movie or not. Uh, Big Fan was a uh, Patton Oswalt vehicle. And this is going to be a really terrible thing to say that you can tell is super unresearched. I don't know anything about the movie Big Fan, but he was also in the movie... Uh, called um oh wait now i'm blanking on it adult young young adult he was in the movie young adult which was a Charlize theron film and i would actually put young adult on lists of if you like silver lines Playbook. so i am uh it was not a perfect film though it was like a it was pretty good but flawed film so i based on that <laughs> I'm giving a thumbs up to Big Band is probably a movie that... I, I'll watch it. We'll, we're going to go through all of these. Number six was Surviving Christmas, which was a Ben Affleck movie. Uh, I am very excited to see what the connection is there. I, it's hard to tell from only a screenshot, 
screenshot from the film, but hey, this list is saying that Surviving Christmas is even more of a Silver Linings playbook film than Birdman, and Birdman from the opening, I felt like was. I, I get it. I watched enough of Birdman, I get what, what the author of this article is trying to say. Number five, Garden State. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I feel, uh, I, you know, I can't put my finger on it, but I want to talk about some of my favorite films being Up in the Air, Garden, um, Garden State's not on my list of favorite films, but I, I enjoyed it. And I have fond memories of it, and I completely see how somebody that likes the Silver Linings Playbook would like Garden State. Number four, Save the Last Dance. I have never seen that. I know it was a very popular and influential movie uh, when it came out, sort of for the young adult age group, um, high school age group. So I'm curious. Maybe maybe, maybe we'll see themes uh, when we get to there. Number three, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I get that. I So when I am looking at films that I think are similar to Silver Linings Playbook, I'm very much looking at like the cinematography, how the film is made, how the, how the actual watching of the movie makes you feel, the experience. I 100% see that in Perks of Being a Wallflower. And narratively, here's the funny thing. I think it's similar. I think it's different in a sense that I feel like, I feel like it's for a different demographic. I think the Perks of Being a Wallflower was a young adult book. So I... So maybe The Perks of Being a Wallflower is like a young adult Silver Linings playbook. It's a little bit different, but it's sort of the same, too. Number two, Step Brothers. I know the movie Step Brothers very well. I'm not sure I see the connection looking back on it. I haven't seen it in a long time, but uh, I'll be very interested to see what the connection is. And number one on the list, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, I completely understand the thematic and story connections. I'm well. I'm. I'm not sure. I remember enough. Maybe it's the dark humor. Uh, I. I want to say that I. Um, and this is not me disagreeing with it. I'm trying to go in deeper as to why it was picked, and so I'm gonna cast aside sort of the obvious first response of oh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest takes place in a uh, mental hospital and there are themes of mental illness in Silver Linings Playbook. Is that the connection? Or is there a deeper, darker, is it the dark comedy? It's been so long since I've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest or read it, too. Is it, is it, oh, is it the fact that it is based on a book and a movie? Is it based on that it takes place inside the protagonist's head and there's questions of reality? I don't know. We'll find out, okay? We'll find out when we get there. Now, I actually want to delve in a little further before we get into this Uncut Gems viewing. Uh, and I'll read you the excerpt from the article on the entry number 10, Uncut Gems. Here we go. Quote, Both Silver Linings Playbook and the Safdie Brothers Passion Project feature obsessive and flawed leads. One can't help but root for Pat Solitano Jr. and Howard Ratner are each motivated to pool all their will and belief in one thing they think will bring them the happiness they think they lost and perhaps never even had to begin with. For Pat, it's Excelsior, a mantra he surrounds, surrenders to with a martial reunion is his endgame. For Howie Bling, it's the gym, or rather what he really lives and dies by, for the Celtics to cover. Oh, okay, I, that's interesting. I didn't... I knew that Swartz was involved, but I actually didn't think about, like, the obsessive high stakes of sports, uh, sports games going on to the plot that the characters have, have obsession. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it. I'm, I'm interested now because I feel like I would make a very different list and I would, I personally would not have put this on on the list in a million years, only because I wouldn't have thought of these connections. I do not hate this connection. I guess it sort of begs to begs the question, if you're going to make a list of movies that one likes because they like Silver Linings Playbook, to get an... This list sort of encompasses different parts of Silver Linings Playbook, 
And the list itself, like if you have to read each individual entry to find out why, but it may cover different things. Like, oh, Garden State was shot si with a similar look and feel to Silver Linings Playbook. Or Uncut Gems has a plot that has characters that have similar stakes. And so I would, I, you know, just in my assumption, I thought a list might be more coherent down the line in one aspect of Silver Linings Playbook. So I, this is actually a list that I'm, as I am looking into it, I am surprisingly pleased with what it offers. Do I feel like it is the authoritative list? I'm not sure I would have done it this way. I might start making some lists about different things, like 10 movies that you would like if you liked Bradley Cooper in Silver Linings Playbook. 10 movies if you liked the romance of Silver Linings Playbook. But, but that's for a different podcast. Because this week, we are going to start watching Uncut Gems and comparing it to Silver Linings Playbook. So. Alright, so, oh no, play, play, play. Alright, so we... Sorry. We have... No, no, go, go. No, I was going to say, I just, took, I just took a video oh, that, because I was like, this is what insane. having your own podcast is. It is. It totally is. That is... It's ridiculous. Anybody? so comfortable. <laughs> I would... I just moved my leg. That I took probably like twenty four minutes to untangle my legs. I realize that's why I'm doing audio. Yeah. So I can sit however I want. If this was a YouTube thing, I'd have to fix up my face or wear something. Exactly. But, no, this uh, is great. That's why podcasting no. is awesome. You can podcasting is the best. Also, because like I now have uncut gems playing in the background. It just right. started. Well, oh mine, Ethiopia Fall, two thousand ten, and. Silver Linux Playbook is playing on my iPad. I'm not 100% seeing the correlation yet, but I'm, I'm uh, expecting it. Uh, <laughs> there's a bunch of, ooh. There. Is there a leg injury? It looks, there looks like there's a leg injury. Somebody got hurt in the mine, and Pat is in uh, his room. Um, he's about to take his pills. So, oh, he's running down the stairs, and there is some <laughs> running on Uncut Gems. Pat just took his pills, and he's showing his tongue, and then he just spit them out. He didn't really take them. Water, that's the key. Bo characters in both movies need to be drinking water right now. Um, Chris Tucker, Danny, is showing up, and he is talking in the group therapy session, and these miners seem like they will probably need uh, to, to group therapy. Okay, so... So I've seen these both, but I'll admit that I've probably seen Silver Linings Playbook a few more times than Uncut Gems, uh, because I haven't... Uncut Gems was surprisingly good, though. Like, I... Um, like I was so saying... So they're risking it all to go back in, to finish. They it. are. Kind of like how he, in Silver Linings Playbook... The, the, playbook the article actually pointed out a good point... It, like sports ties in very strong both characters at some point have like stuff riding on games from professional sports teams that are going on uh yeah. they use i'm talking about these minors real right games now. you know Just and that. and you don't mean people under 18 you mean people that are working in gem mines no. and also not the chords that are playing but in. actually they might be because there's not the same work laws in these exactly these, like, i mean this hopefully was a sad film work. so they are of age i hope so uh, they are, they are knocking some rocks off right now. Where, where would you rather be, uh, in a car with, um, uh, two, two people in a Buick or in a diamond mine in, F? that's, that's a, depends on what I ate that day. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they just, they just found a gem. It is a big beautiful i love the coloring i think is that thing supposed to be real is this i, I never actually did any research in the, is it like is it fictional or is it yeah and then we're going into is that so silver linings playbook is really different because the title of silver linings playbook doesn't um wait i'm not sure we've seen the title card for silver linings playbook but uncut gems is coming up right now we're going through a, a montage a, a trippy confluence of colors and here it comes the letters are coming together Uncut Jazz. This is the hottest chaff that you've had so far. <laughs>
Benjamin Grundy and Aaron Wright would be oh. so proud. <laughs> <laughs> now it's now it looks like we're inside a body. This is a mouth. Is it is it a colon? Could be a I like that. I like the yeah, transition it's though. It shows like the universality of nature that because we zoom into the gem, and now we're zooming out of into the caverns of the earth. body. We all have gems inside of us, uncut and they're gems. uncut. <laughs> uncut gem. This is uh, Doctor Blauman, Doctor Blauman from the hospital. And the myth is ready. That's under the comments. Okay, so this week's place on uh, May third, two thousand twelve, at eight. Thir- not not this podcast. The the and the character is forty eight. Howard, Howard Ratner. I, oh, okay, okay. So this is a colonoscopy going on. It reminds me of a mammoth, woolly mammoth tusk, nose, snout, mammoth snout. We've been playing Which, too much Skyrim. We ha- yeah, we've been playing Skyrim lately Ooh, too. I found some mushrooms on a tree, and uh, at the same time, Robert De Niro is talking to his friend. This is way more difficult than I thought it was going to be, because I'm already a person that can't concentrate on, like, multiple things at the same time. Robert De Niro is in there, and they're doing a colonoscopy on the other one. Maybe it's an age reference. That's right. Get yourself tested. Absolutely. If you're a man over 40, uh, but also women need to. Everybody needs to get... Lakey, Lakey, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Lakey Stanfield, but he's a fantastic actor. That, uh, he is going to be one of the top actors of, of the next uh, generation of Hollywood actors. Um, I believe he was in Atlanta. Uh, he has been in several um, movies. Okay, so Adam Sandler is walking into the gem store and he's sort of being introduced. They're introducing some of the characters and what his job is. Pat Lakeith. just walked. Lakeith? Lakeith? Is that how? That, that would make the. That sounds the most like a name of the different stabs I took at it. Yeah, Lakeith. And Lakeith. Lakeith Stanfield. I like that name. That's, that's a. I like that name. Lakeith Stanfield. Uh, it sounds great. So we're introducing one of the antagonists to... Uh, um, oh, I forgot Adina Menzel was in this. I did, too. It, uh, I know, but I should just let it go. pretty wicked role for her. I don't... These are puns. Uh, <laughs> if y'all... Talk. Okay. So, so far, I see... Um, Oh, there. Okay, so there's some similar shots. If you if you sync these movies together, uh, like for moments, you really have to look for it, and you really have to stretch your imagination to see the like they do sync up, and they're both happening at the same time in front of my face right now. <gasps> Pat's talking about bookkeeping while oh, you know what? I have to give the author of this article, more credit. I guess I never really think about how much gambling plays into uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, and they're both, they're using the F word in both of these movies, too. So I guess they're both rated R, uh, which is fine. Um, So Pat's talking to his parents, and uh, Adam Sandler is talking to a bunch of the people that he is, he clearly owes money because they just took his watch. Now he's walking down the street. And he, okay, so both of these... Okay, so both of these characters sort of... Are you talking about their wives right ...carry now? themselves a little bit. They're crazy In wives, the same way. Right? Is he talking about his wife? Yeah, he's talking about his wife. Okay. Uh, Pat is... Excelsior, what does that mean? He wants to get his wife back. They're both trying to fix relationships with uh, their wives. That's... Oh, there is a tiny cat. Yeah, tiny cat is trying to uh, podcast. So... Um, Will it mess you up? If I put the subtitles on up here. Oh no, that would that would be fantastic. Put the subtitle. You can start the volume. No, I don't think so. On uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, 
And it's fine. And the only... I wasn't trying to turn the volume off. I was just doing it because, uh, you know, if, like, Facebook or something catches too much of the sound and it's a copyrighted Absolutely. thing, I... Because uh, I... I once tried to live stream okay, watching gonna... Smokey and the Bandit, and it blocked me for Tidy Cat is going to be days. involved at some point, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, we have a special co-host. For... She is trying to, you know, I got so many cables right now. It, this podcasting setup looks just like, yeah. So oh, okay. is uh, Tiny Cat is... Oh my goodness, okay, Adam Sandler is yelling at two women in a bed right now, and Pat is yelling at his parents who are both in bed at the same point. So this is actually lining up way more. I bet he didn't even mean it to line up this much, because he was probably thinking more thematically, but shot for shot, this is very interesting. I will say Pat is not now laying between his parents. Uh, he just is walking back and forth asking why something positive can't happen in life while Adam Sandler uh, is looking at pictures on his phone and talking to women who I am assuming is not his parents. They it's actually the look weekend younger. Also. <laughs> okay, so um, <coughs> Adam has walked into a, another jewelry shop and he is trying to pawn, or pawn he's, ooh, he's got a... <laughs> Didn't he talk about Michael Jackson in Silver Linings Playbook? I don't think so. But I don't know. Uncut Gems just had a shot of a calculator, and I can't ever look at a calculator without thinking 80,085. There's a three it, in there somewhere. Exactly. Uh, do you hear an echo? No, I'm the time. Um, so, Adam is. Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to send you off. I was just, I was trying to make a pun. We get kind of crazy here at the podcast. We try to, we just start saying crazy things. That, uh, but oh, there, there is an echo upstairs that's going off right now. And there is some fighting going on. Um, and Pat is talking to a woman at his therapist's office, and he's about to have a temper tantrum, too, because he hears the speaker going off. So this might say something about writing, actually, like the actions. You're trying to describe characters in different ways. And... Um, this is really interesting. So Pat is now talking in therapy. He is talking to Dr. Patel. And Adam Sandler has now walked into the uh, jewelry store that's going to be the main one that's sort of featured. This is the one where he... Uh, is really sort of going to set up the whole plot for the movie in place right now. Um, he is interacting with the characters. So I'll say the the pace of the pace of Uncut Gems is definitely a little faster as far as like um, I'm not saying shot for shot, but scene for scene. This this scenes are definitely and that might be just because of the genre difference. Uh, Uncut Gems, I mean, I guess it's drama, but it's also a little more action, thriller, maybe. It's definitely a different genre than, than um, Silver Linings Playbook. So now Pat is sort of explaining why he's in this mess we're having a flashback of him walking in on his wife and the history teacher, uh, Doug Culpepper. And Adam Sandler, he is showing some jewelry. He's got a big diamond Furby. Uh, he is now trying to make a sale of things. 
We're still in a flashback in Silver Linings Playbook. We're still in a flashback. So we are now. Oh, uh, Lakeith Stanfield is uh, not not who I was thinking of. Um, he, no, like he kind of is, but he. I'm. I'm not saying he's not who I was thinking of. I was thinking of the correct person. He is not in uh, in Atlanta. I'm thinking he is in a. He's been in a different show, but he is, um, was in, uh, uh, what is that Jordan Peele movie? Uh, I keep wanting to say Up, but not Up. Uh, the one before Us. He was in that movie. So, no, he's good. He's great. Um, so, Adam Sandler is trying to... Okay, so this is the first time scene length was. Nope, Silver Linings Playbook just cut away to a different movie uh, scene. So Pat is now back at his parents. He's done with therapy, but Adam Sandler is still in the uh, diamond shop trying to make a sale. Now, Pat is going a little crazy, so tensions is rising with both of these things. Uh, they're definitely getting, um, you know, like, the tension. Robert De Niro is trying to tell his son, like, hey, just watch watch the Eagles game with me. And now we're introduced to the superstitions that uh, Robert De Niro has for the games and stuff while... Um, Okay, so now we're at the jewelry counter uh, in Uncut Gems, and Adam Sandler is watching the monitor, the store monitor. He sees somebody, somebody is coming to deliver something, and it looks like it might be important while everybody is talking to the, um, the woman behind the counter. Okay, so... Adam just signed for something, and he is opening very excitedly a huge box that had a Do Not Stack sticker, so we contextually can tell this is something very important. It is a bunch of fish. I don't remember how this plays in to the plot. But he is, he is feeling the fish. So it was a cooler box full of fish. Okay, I thought it was... Pat is running now for the first time. He's running down the street. He is uh, running by the train tracks in his gray suit. Adam Sandler is not running. Oh, Pat, Pat's going by the high school. Don't do it, Pat. You're not allowed there. You have a restraining order. You have a, And he sees uh, one of the women that works at the school, it's a Sunday, and he's not supposed to be there anyway, so he is, he's asking if he could just talk to, talk to Nikki, and the woman is trying to run inside, she is afraid of him, he's kind of admitting that, yeah, he used to be crazy, but he's, he's gotten so much better, and he's worked on a lot of things that he thinks, uh, him and Nikki could be just fine, if she will let him just have a chance to talk to her, which I don't think she should do because, like, you know, um, so she's trying to get in. Now Adam Sandler, ooh, he just got the uncut gem. And he is looking at this thing, and he is like, this is beautiful, and I think he's, he's thinking about it. He is thinking really hard. Pat's running now. Now we're about to introduce some more characters, uh, Ronnie and Veronica. Ronnie's greeting Pat, and he's just like, ah, oh, he's back. Hey, welcome home, man. Pat is being all, um, you know, it's good to be out, telling him about his time away. 
Uh, and on Uncut Gems, we are watching... Uh, I don't... I don't 100% know... Oh, we were watching uh, some phone videos about the history of some gems or something, I believe. He is... He is uh, trying to negotiate or such. So, Pat and Ronnie are still talking. Um, so, we have uh, Kevin Garnett has just decided that he really wants this rock. Which is sort of what sets in motion a lot of what happens in Uncut Gems. Pat has come home now. He is um, talking to his dad. They're asking if he could just please stay out of trouble. Uh, and then, let's see. Kevin Garnett got, got a little magnifying glass out and he is looking really close at the gem. He's looking at it real close. He just wants this thing. He wants it real bad. Pat is having his first little episode. Oh, now we're going through this fun uncut gems uh, montage where they're showing a lot of the history and it was it was just like flashes of a lot of different uh, visuals meaning different things. I'm not 100% sure what is going on, but that is going on. Oh, Officer Keo just came over to Pat's house in Silver Linings Playbook because I guess he had to check on Pat. He had heard that Pat had gone to the High school. Oh, now Pat is back in the therapist's office with Dr. Patel. So I was kind of wrong because originally I was saying I think that Silver, that Silver Linings Playbook is going to have slower scene, scene transitions. But actually so far right now, because Uncut Gems, we're still in the diamond shop with Kevin Garnett and Lakeith Stanfield and Adam Sandler. They're still talking about the same Uncut Gem. So this is kind of an interesting thing I didn't realize about Silver Linux Playbook. Uh, I did maybe, and it's a fast-paced. It's it's a good movie. They're both good movies. They're different, but they're they're both good in their different ways. And apparently, they're even good in ways I didn't realize that they were good. One of the things that I think made Silver Linux Playbook such an effective movie that I'm just seeing now is the pacing. It doesn't linger on things it doesn't need to. Every scene has a purpose. Every line of dialogue has a purpose. And it's really interesting how watching this movie at the same time as watching Uncut Gems, that's what it really took to bring this out to me. This fact. I had no idea. It is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. So now Pat is going to go for a midnight run. And he's, he can't stay home. Oh, wait, no, he's going over to dinner at Ronnie's, Ronnie and Veronica's, and he is wearing his Eagles jersey, which is a sports thing. Which, you know. Sandler is still yelling. So Kevin Garnett is leaving the store um did he take the gem did he want to hold it I, I think i don't remember uh he so he had brought so finally we so we're now we're cut away uh adam sandler is walking down the street and he i think so i think kevin garnett left him one of his rings to hold on to the gem for a bit, if I remember correctly. I shouldn't have to remember because I'm literally watching it, but it is, like I said, I am not the person to be watching two movies at the same time and talking about what is happening in either one of them. 
because I sort of get drawn into one at a time more than the other one at the time. But this is one of my favorite scenes from Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, Ronnie is telling Pat about how he's feeling crushed and Tiffany is about to enter the scene. I think they talk about, uh, you know, don't mention that Tommy died and then then she pops in any second. Now, now Adam has taken the ring to a different store and they're inspecting it. Some guy is appraising it. Kevin Garnett's ring, I think. Is that what happened here? Uh, Tiffany has not quite been introduced yet. They're building up. Okay, yeah, just Tiffany. What happened to Tommy? He died. Tommy died? Cops died. How did he die? Please don't bring it up. No, how did, how did who die? Okay, so Tiffany has just been introduced into the movie Silver Linings Playbook. And now these guys are talking to Adam Sandler about uh, the value of the ring. I think they're actually talking about a different thing now. But I can't exactly hear uh, both of these things at the same time. So I'm going to switch my focus up for a second uh, to see what is going on in Uncut Gems. Adam Sandler is walking down the street, Pat is standing and having dinner. So these are different actions going on. So this, the movies are not as synced as they were anymore. They were very synced. Now it's the bad guy in Uncut Gems who is talking. And that makes me think, I don't really think there is a bad guy in Silver Linings Playbook. Right? It really is a movie about man, a story about man versus himself. Maybe his environment? They're having dinner now, right? Um, Veronica is showing the gang the baby nursery, right? And Pat and Tiffany are really sort of bonding over how they can't tell. Or maybe it's the living room. What's that thing? It's a fireplace. They didn't know. They can play an iPod from any room. So, yeah, I think we mentioned how dated this movie has become because of the iPod scene. If they hadn't done the iPod scene, then they could have totally been a more timeless movie. Adam is now in the back of a restaurant. I think he is trying to deal with some gambling thing that he did uh, now. So it is one of my favorite scenes. It is probably like my fourth favorite scene from Silver Linings Playbook. I haven't ever ordered... The order of scenes I like from Uncut Gems because I only watched it once. So I don't know where we are on it, but we were building. So there's a nice house. And uh, Sandler is watching the Celtics and the Sixers play. And Pat is sitting in an Eagles jersey. So there is that. But Adam Sandler is not. He has a yellow shirt that is a lot like Leonardo DiCaprio's from... Uh, what was that Tarantino movie? The, the one he just did. Uh, Once Upon a Time in the West. No, 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 not Once Upon a, not Once Upon a Time in the West. That's a, that is a Western. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Once, was, that, was there a movie called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I think the, the, the last one. It was something in Hollywood. It was like Hollywood. Star. Once, I should know. It was a fantastic movie. It was amazing. And Adina Menzel has been introduced into yeah, the movie. Now, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's fun because it's like it's fictional, but it's all the characters around them are real. It's like a historical fiction thing. So now they're having an odd dinner. Uh, I think I think Adam. And his wife are fighting, and I think that's his wife. Yeah, that's it's his, his wife. wife. Yeah, not his mistress. That's what I thought. So, that's right. Because this the is the muse. Is his and, mistress. Um. So now Adam is watching Kevin Garnett play live on his phone, which I think 
uh, you know, he's playing on TNT. I think one of the funniest things is that basketball uh, is on TNT. Um, I'm saying that, like, wrestling was on TNT, but it's so weird because TNT felt like one of those stations that had programming and movies. I mean, like, for a long time, TNT's uh, slogan was TNT Knows Drama, where they played, like, sort of new classic movies. And then they just also randomly had live sports and sports entertainment. Pat and Tiffany are walking home after their dinner was cut short, and it feels like... So again, again, we're having faster-paced scenes in Silver Linings Playbook than Uncut Gems at this point, which I'm finding very surprising. We'll see if the pace slows down. Uh, this is where Tiffany tells Pat um, about uh, how she feels like there was chemistry. And I, th I think this is such an interesting, interesting moment. Because I think this is a very real human thing where people in real life often mistake what they need from each other. This is often where uh, humans use um, sort of like physical attraction or, or primal uh, need for physical touch and it can be misconstrued between men and women when what is needed is uh, different levels of relationship from different parties. Because I love because because Tiffany is proposing that they sleep together immediately, and Pat doesn't want that. But I I feel like, and this is not my original take. I've been told this by um, conversations with. Uh, many women about this film that what she really wanted was a friend. She needed somebody who wasn't her sister. She needed somebody that, that you know, um, in her life. Because she didn't have any friends outside in, in the portrayal of this movie. I mean, hopefully anybody would. And so she's looking for a friend. And so she is trying to sort of appeal to Pat in the way that uh, she's used to. And so this is 100% not a judgment about the character. It's, it's actually an observation that I think is very important. And it's, and it's a thing where they, they communicate. And it's why they have sort of a contentious relationship at the beginning. Because they both have needs, but neither of them have the language to explain what it is they want. And so they use what they're used to. And for both of them... It's a very uh, rough-around-the-edges language. As they get to know each other through the movie, they will learn to communicate better. Um, and that is when they're able to sort of see the level of relationship that they need that satisfies and fulfills both of them. So Adam Sandler is now pacing around. He's holding his phone. He's still got the game on. Right? I think he's looking at results to see, like, how how the um, results of it will affect some of the bets, I guess he made. And Pat is going crazy. He is yelling. Uh, so this is interesting. Again, interesting. I thought there would be more yelling in Uncut Gems. So far, there's actually more yelling in Silver Linings. It's so interesting how much you don't realize about your own fav Yeah? I think there might be yelling depending on what your definition of yelling is uh -huh. so far there hasn't been yelling there has been yelling there's been a lot of sh like shouting mm -hmm. and raising your voice but not like I don't like again it's the definition of what yelling is what uh like raised, raised voice voice intense because I mean you could argue the fact that Adam Sandler is just talking really loud all the time yeah. because he's, you know, from... Like well, I'm not talking about that. So I'm not talking about the volume. I'm talking about instances in which they have specifically raised their voice to convey uh, a sense of urgency or aggression. Well, they, the, the scene with Nadina Menzel and Adam Sandler, mm -hmm. 
they were hushedly arguing. Yeah. Because the kid was there. And there, I, and my my theory is that over the course of this movie, there will be more yelling in uncut gems. Oh, absolutely. But up front, okay, uh, that's what I was asking. Where that's we're so. at, there's a so, and that's what I'm sort of saying is this realization of like I always tell people Silver Linings Playbook. It's this cute movie, but like I've watched it and I'm like it's so far it's like faster paced. There's more yelling. There's almost as much like violent tension in Silver Linings Playbook. I know I know it's coming. Ooh, yeah. This movie is about like the build it is a See, okay. But, it like, is a burn. I but feel it's like same, yeah. God, Tiny Cat is mm-hmm. back again. Sorry, buddy. Um <laughs> I think that there's a lot more discomfort with the with the silence. Is she gonna get there's a lot more discomfort. Podcast. Sorry. Podcast. <laughs> um, discomfort. Which one? Wait, there, okay. in, in Uncut Gems, I feel like there's a lot more like uncomfortable. Like you don't quite know. There's something. There's something brewing, but it's a lot of loudness without any resolution. Where in Silver Linings Playbook, it's. Um, it's a little more on the nose. Absolutely. So, it's like individual arguments, even this though they all tie in. Movie this movie is sort of amazing because, like, it keeps you t- like you feel like you you're feel on the tense? ride. Yes. You you might not and even like him, but you feel invested. <laughs> yeah. And so that's it. I mean, I feel it's it's very similar to like the show Twenty Four. Yeah, you feel like there's a timer. Like, yeah, and you're like, he just he needs to do all these things. Mm-hmm. Um. That's why I like. I I thought it was fantastic. I mean, so Pat is running again. Um, Uncut Gems just had something that I'm not going to describe uh, in great detail, but it just earned its R rating. Um, but sort of like in a very PG-13 way. Okay, Tiffany just popped out and said, "Hey, to Pat." Uh, probably my second all-time favorite scene. Um, Adam is walking into, I believe, a hotel or a bank or something, and he just walked in, and he strolled in very casually. So technically, there's more chases going on in Silver Lang's Playbook, too. Oh, he's at uh, Adley's, I think. Yeah, so he's trying to auction house. one-up her right now. Is, is, is Bradley Cooper trying to one-up? He just, yeah, they just had the spitting contest. Now he's running. Cooper's running Where? from yeah. Jennifer and... The, um, they're sort of re- th- yes they're escalating this scene which is why I like it uh, he's trying to go behind somebody's back and he's also trying to sale. get her to go behind the back yep. to get in touch with oh and somebody just popped out and basically said hey to Sandler and and Adam's walking fast to try to get away now he slowed down we're we're all synced up again similar things are going on uh, Adam just handed something to some characters, um, and so we hit the first climax. I know you can't have multiple climaxes in a film, uh, but um, if you could, we we've hit the first Silver Linings Playbook climax in my. There's got to be another word for it. I know I'm misusing that word right now because that's referring to like the. Uh, you know, the release of the rising tension. So Pat's back in the therapy office now. And Adam Sandler is going around. Um, and uh, so Adam Sandler is talking to Lakeith uh, Stanfield and they're they're having an argument, and Pat and Dr. Patel are talking about... Yeah, Excelsior. Listen, I have to give this letter to Nikki. Okay, so they're both being given tasks and ultimatums, old ultimatums from other characters. They're both sitting in one and one The, the shots are about the same. Um, 
Sandler and Stanfield are both sitting in a car. Pat and Cliff, and I'm sorry I keep switching back and forth between the actors' names and the characters' names, but like I don't even know all that. Like I don't, I don't remember who plays Cliff Patel. I know I should know everything about that, um, and I've already. So you know it, you just can't execute. Uh, I can't Excelsior, unquote, and she's still wearing the ring. She's loyal, married to a dead. Okay, um, so Sandler is now following Lakeith, and they're walking. It looks like they're underneath a stadium. Like they're walking into. Maybe they're gonna go see Kevin Garnett. Um, looks like it was raining, cause. Uh, I really... Okay, yeah, they are. They're... Because Adam is walking along. And let's see how far we are into Silver Linings Playbook. We are... There's 122 minutes. An hour and... Not... Not 122. It's not even 122 minutes long. We're an hour and 22 minutes left. And in Uncut Gems, we... Okay, so we're 40 minutes into both of each of... Both of each of them. That's redundant right which looks like that is all we were going to get to this week uh so i am going to, um definitely we will pick it up at 40 minutes into pat's running again uh i'm running my mouth again um we're going to pick this up next week i'm not sure whether we are going to continue Watching Uncut Gems and Silver Linings Playbook, or we will move on to the. I think I think we got enough. I think if you can't tell within forty minutes whether this movie would be enjoyed by you, if you're forty minutes into a movie and you can't tell if you're enjoying the movie or not. Well, actually, that's an interesting question. How long do you give a movie to decide whether you're enjoying it or not before you bail or you continue watching it? If I'm 40 minutes in and I'm enjoying it probably I probably want to finish it just to see like how it's changed or like what it becomes based on taking it in its entirety right I mean I think I think you can sometimes turn something on and pretty much within a couple minutes realize maybe it's not your your type of movie and sort of bail, you pull the ripcord without um, feeling anxious that you might have missed something. Because you're just not invested. I think that's the thing. I hear Okay, so I think maybe that's it. It doesn't have to be about whether I like the movie at 40 minutes in. I need for you to have given me a character that I feel invested in. If I'm... If I'm not enjoying the movie, but I'm invested in one of the characters, I will probably finish it out of curiosity for the sake of the story. Because maybe I can give some credit to the story being... And I love both of these movies, alright? So, I, I'm saying this as just trying to... Wait, I think we're going to go a couple more minutes because we're at my all-time favorite scene in Silver Linings Playbook. They are at a diner. You guess what they ordered. You guys know it. Um, and Adam Sandler was at, it looked like a school recital or something, and he's walking out, and he is being followed. Oh, now there's some arm biting. They are fighting in the halls of the school. Adam is running. He is backstage. He is going around. Tiffany just glared as Pat poured a glass of milk into his bowl of cereal. Here it comes. You want to share this? He says. Why did you order Raisin Bran? She asks. Why did you order tea? He responds. Because you ordered Raisin Bran. She says. I ordered Raisin Bran because I didn't want there to be any mistaking it for a date. It can still be a date if you order Raisin Bran. Alright, thanks for tuning in this week. And uh, keep tuning in. Next week, and every week, as long as I continue to do this, uh, hopefully at least 97 more times, but maybe shorter. Because guess what? We were so excited about this episode, I didn't even have time to update y'all on any of the uh, fun, exciting things that are happening that 
probably potentially could have kept me from getting around to recording this episode. But yet, I did. So, who knows? If, if those projects weren't a good enough excuse to not do this, then I don't know what would be. So anyway, thanks for listening this week. Tune in next week and every week as long as we keep doing this for all the latest on Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. Uh, until next time, we will see you down the road and Excelsior. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping Kennedy really messes with his brain. One is divorced. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a silver linings play cast.